My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I'm so happy that you are here. Happy New Year. I hope you are enjoying this time of the year. I know some of you, it could be not so fun part of the year. Um, Typically, I really love January because I like new beginnings. Although this year, December was really rough for me. And when I say rough, I was just there. I've gone through so much growth. It's been incredibly uncomfortable and Going into the new year, I just, I, I was, I was just really in my head, but to be honest, it it was good quality time in my head. It wasn't wasteful. It wasn't unintentional. It was just my willingness to feel whatever I have to feel in terms of my thoughts about who I'm becoming and what 2022 will look like for me as um, not only as a coach and an entrepreneur, but as a person, I I finally picked my word for 2022. So in 2021, my word for the year was simple. I decided I am going to make everything more simple. And I lived by that. Like it's so much so that when people think of me, they think of the word simplify and make things simple. So I really lived by that. In this year, I chose my word to be health. My, I, I've really decided when I was trying to make my goal and I was like figuring this out, my brain wanted me to be like 500K. You could do 500K next year. You could do these crazy numbers. And then I was like, what does it matter if I make 500K but I still have these very unhealthy habits, not just like in my physical health, but my mental health, my my eating habits, exercise, um, the health of my money, right? Like handling my money, handling my handling my relationships, the health of my relationships. Like I just want to make everything in my life about the health of that. So even the health of my business, like I'm not trying to grow it so fast. I'm like in this energy of like, no, no, no. I will grow it. But what's my priority is, is to really create healthy habits, work on my physical health, work on my mental health. I'm going to, I'm going to just tell you the truth. I've never had a therapist I've seen a therapist once or twice, but I've never really had a therapist. And I think I've just, it's not that I've never wanted one. I've like attempted to get one a couple times, but I've just never gone through. And this is the year I'm like, no, it's happening. I need one. It's happening. So I want to do that. 
my husband and I are like very focused on getting our bodies together. Like we are in our mid thirties. This is where, this is a time in our life where disease will grow. Like that's the truth. Like in your thirties, from your thirties to your forties, disease will happen and it will grow if you feed it. I heard this quote years ago and it's never left my mind. And it said, the food you eat or whatever you put in your body will either feed disease or it will fight disease. It's one or the other. That's it. Alcohol will feed disease. Kale will fight disease. But it's true. So when I go, when I look at this year, 2022, and I'm recording this on Christmas Eve. I'm not Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. So it's technically 2021. But when I look at 2022, I just really want to prioritize the health of my body, the health of my mind, the health of my relationships, right? My my marriage, the health of um my my habits, right? The health of my money and the circulation of it, like our money. And also the health of like my business. I want to care less about like the growth of it and more about the inside of it. Um, taking care of my clients. And I'm just really excited for this word health. This is going to be my word for the year. And that's what I am committing to. So let's get into the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about creating client results. Okay. And I also just want to give you a disclaimer. I am getting over a sickness. So if you hear me kind of make a little couple sounds in the back, um, it's probably because I am like stuffed up a little bit. Okay. Like that one. (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. I want to talk about client results and I'm going to be talking about three different things that you need to focus on to commit to clients, client results and committing to understanding what it takes to create client results. Obviously, clients create the results, but I want you to really come to this with a lot of ownership and a lot of, I will do everything in my power to help my clients get the results they need. And these are the mindsets that I'm going to stick with. So I'm going to share the three mindsets that help me focus heavily on client results, especially in the last year. And yeah, so let's talk about it. All right. So number one, I've, I talk about this all the time, but as a coach, as a consultant, as a service provider, if you are providing a service, it is your absolute responsibility to have full, 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 full belief in your client. All right. It is your job to always be constantly in full belief of of your client and what they want to create for themselves. Here's the thing that happens. We will bring on new clients and depending on how they go along their days, how ambitious they are towards their goal, 
what circumstances come up, our brain will literally make up thoughts about our clients, about their circumstances. Sometimes they'll come to us. Sometimes our clients will come to us and tell us all about their circumstances and all about how like this is in their way and that's in their way and da, 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 da. And it's so easy for you as a coach or consultant or service provider, it's so easy for you to, I'll say figuratively, roll your eyes and start making up these stories about your clients saying like, ah, they, they're, they're just not doing the work. They're not being ambitious enough. They're not blah, blah, blah. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. No, no, no. And like we could get in these like negative energy thinking about our client. And I want to remind you, if you want to create massive, massive client results, if you want your client to fucking kill it and like just blow their own results out of the water. I don't know if I said that right. But if you really want to help your clients get amazing results, you have to work on your belief and holding on to that belief regardless of what circumstances your client goes through, regardless of how they are showing up, right? Because Let's say you're working with someone for three months and the first month, maybe they make, they take no action and they're not doing the things that they want to do. And everything you guys talk about, you leave the call, they're all inspired and then they don't do the work. And then a month in, you're feeling a little insecure as the service provider, as the coach they're probably feeling their own type of insecure. And that is not how results are created. You are the coach. You are the person who is guiding them through this process. You need to be an expert at holding that belief. I've had so many clients come to me like a couple months into working together, or like maybe a month and a half, couple, it doesn't matter. It's happened at many different stages. But they'll come to me and they'll be so defeated because they're not seeing the results that they want. They'll feel so uncertain. They'll feel like this isn't working. They'll feel, they'll feel all these things and have all these thoughts. But what I've practiced over and over and over again is my belief for them is always there. They can't convince me that all of these circumstances are against them. They can't convince me that what they want isn't possible for them. My belief is strong. Like I, something happens in your life and you think that you can't create what you want because A, B, and C happened, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to like fall into that story with you because stuff happens to my life too and stuff happens to everybody and they could still make things happen. And I've made things happen with crazy things happening behind the scenes. And you have too and they have too, right? Now, look, every circumstance is different, but what I really want to hone in on here is it is your job to hold that belief for them because the belief will falter in their hands. It's normal. But if you 
are interested in really helping them create the wildest results that they've ever thought of, it is so important that you, in your mind, picture them in their highest, highest version, that you see everything for them and you coach them from that place. Because when you're in that place and when you're holding belief for your client, you ask the hard questions. You tell them the truth. But you have to have that full belief because if you also are like, damn, how are they going to do this? I can't believe this happened. La, la, la. Or, or I don't know. They're not doing the work. What am I supposed to do? Da, 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 da. Like if you play into that story in your mind, you're not going to be able to coach them from a place that is intentional. Like you have to be willing to hold the discomfort for them on behalf of them. And this is what I mean by that. Sometimes you're going to have to ask some really hard questions or tell your clients some things that you really don't want to tell them. I had a client once. She really wasn't doing the work. And I I waited months, right? But we kept going back to the same issue. And at one point during one call, I asked her, and I'm not telling you guys to go do this, but just sharing the experience at one call, I just asked her, I told her, (laughs) I said, I'm going to say something that you're really not going to like to hear. And I told her, I really want you to think about whether coaching right now is the best thing for you. Because in all honesty, if we're going to come here and talk about this thing for another, you know, two months or three months or four months, talking about the same problem, and it's clear to me that you 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 aren't doing the work that, that we've talked about because we're, we're going back to the same place over and over. So I asked her, I didn't tell her all this. I just said, look, I want you to spend the next week to think about whether working together makes sense and continuing this because we can cancel coaching and I'll give you the refund for whatever's left and we'll call it a day. No, no problems, whatever. And she got really emotional as anyone would, right? Like I I would too. She got really emotional and we got off the call and I remember feeling like the biggest fucking asshole in the world. And I thought about it all week. It haunted me that whole week. And this has happened to many clients, by the way, not many, but like a good handful. And I had to hold on to that discomfort. And I was like, oh, my God, am I the worst person? Am I the worst person? (laughs) And then I'm like, no. And I always ask myself these questions. I'm like, were you honest with her? And did you do it out of love? Like, those are the two questions I ask myself when I'm coaching. And if my answer is yes, I'm like, okay, I have to stand in my integrity. So, by the way, it turned out really great. And she created a whole bunch of results. And a lot of the time, a lot of the time, like, in in, when I have those moments with clients where I'm, like, either asking them really hard questions or really facing the truth in front of them and challenging 
whether this is like right for them. When that happens, typically it's like some type of wake wake up call, right? But why I'm bringing it up here is because I had to be willing to sit with a whole bunch of discomfort. Like, am I an asshole for being this way? Should I have not said that? Should I have said this instead? Should I have blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I was willing to hold that discomfort and get uncomfortable and grow as a coach so that I could help her in her journey. So I, so she knew in my book, I'm holding you to this standard and nothing less because I know it's possible for you. And I was willing to hold on to that discomfort. She might have not known, but I was like, no, I'm not going to like go in circles. I, this woman's badass. We keep talking about the same thing. We're not going anywhere. And I'm just, I'm going to be honest. But I had to hold on to that discomfort on behalf of holding that belief for her. So here's the thing. Number one, in creating client results, you have to constantly hold big belief for your clients. You can't fall into their stories. You can't You know, you have to hold the belief if you want to create results for them because they hired you for that. They hired you to hold them at the standard. So that's number one, okay? Number two, you have to be willing to give generously. And when I say give generously, I don't mean just like give them extra time, give them extra PowerPoints and worksheets and like all of these things. What I'm talking about, like when I say give generously, I want you like I have made my entire business, like my entire marketing process, my entire marketing process is all about delivering to my clients. Like the way I think I give generously to my clients is all of my content is for them. So I don't make content to create new clients. Like sure, it's a part of the job. I think it ticks extra boxes, right? But my intention and my thought behind it is like, oh, I'm making this IG live for this specific client. I'm doing this podcast episode for this specific client. Like I'm constantly creating content, right? I I have a podcast. I market heavily on Instagram. I have my email list and emails, but I'm constantly creating content, but it is for my clients. I'm solving their problems everywhere they look. Like, that's how I imagine it. Like, the way I want my clients to feel is that at any touch point that they have with me, 
meaning and whether I'm there physically or not, like not only on a Zoom call on our coaching calls, but when they open up their Instagram and see a Twitter post that I shared or when I go live or when they see an updated podcast episode, I want them to be like, oh, yes, this is it. Like I see that as over delivering it. I give generously to my clients and I I just I the way I think about it is like I have to solve their problems. I have to help them take action. I have to help them get one step further. So when I say give generously, I do mean your content should be for them. Your content should be for your clients. Like they're watching. Help them get results. When I say for them, I mean, give them all of the info they need to create more results. Like the coaching calls are just like a little piece of it. But in my content, I'm like constantly giving and helping them solve different problems, different thinking, different mental like thought patterns, right? All of it. Give generously. And also like, look, I think depending on the type of person you are, some people will give like too, too much to clients. And when I, when I say that, I mean like they'll, they'll, they'll say it's giving, but really they're compensating for their own insecurities and like you know they have some belief that they can't get client results so they're like here have all of this and that's not what I mean what I mean is giving from a place of like desiring for them to create results in their life and having that desire to just like help them as much as you can so they can create whatever they can And coming at it from that place, like with the desire to give. So look at your content. Look at your marketing. Look at how you're serving your clients. How can you give generously while also maintaining, obviously, your sanity? I don't want you to like over give, but I want you to really... Grow a desire to really help them create results. Grow a desire to be the best coach you can be so that they could create results. What does that even feel like? Because when I'm creating content, like I'm not kidding y'all. Like all I think about is my clients. Like what does she need to hear? What do they need to hear? So give generously. Generously. All right. The number, the third thing I want to share that's incredibly important in terms of strategies to help you create client results, to help your clients create results for themselves, is you have to make time to actually think about your clients. Look, you might think you're thinking about your clients all the time, but I would take a temperature check on whether you're thinking about your clients or where you're thinking about getting more clients. 
There is a difference. It is so important, so important that you think about your clients at an individual level. Think about them in a collective way, right? Think of them collectively. Think about their challenges. Like I do this on an individual level for sure. Like I have documents with my clients' names and the problems that each of them have or the challenges that they've come up with. Like I have this written down because I'm always studying them. Study your clients. Study your clients. What are their patterns? Why do they have those challenges? What's in their way? What thought processes are are hindering them? What solutions do you have? What do they have to do? What do they have to believe? I think so much of the time, so many entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, they will be more focused on getting clients than helping their clients get the big result. I want you to shift that thinking. Because if I've learned anything in my business and helping dozens of coaches and consultants, like if I've learned anything, it's every time my mind is telling me, you need to get more clients, you need to get more clients, you need to get more clients. I have learned that the best way to get clients is to think about your clients more and over deliver to your current clients. That's really what has created more and more and more and more results. Like I'm always shifting my brain from, I got to get more clients, I need more clients, I need more clients to, no, 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 no. How do I serve my people? How do I serve my clients right now? What do they need from me? What does this person need? How can I help this person? How can I serve her? Right? Like that thinking, that that switch literally is a money maker. Like it is a money maker to think about your clients. It is a money maker to study your clients and how you can help them create results even more and more and more and more. And let me tell you, the more client results you can you can create and help your clients create, right? The more client results, the more word of mouth there will be. So many of the clients I've had came from a recommendation from a past client. So many I'm telling you, when your mind tells you, you need more clients, you need more clients, you need more clients, I want you to check that thought. And I want you to always transition that back to, how can I serve my people? I don't need to be thinking about other clients. I need to be thinking about the clients in front of me. There's so much value in studying your clients and thinking about your clients. When you are 
in it with them, when you're understanding their problems, when you're understanding what's in their way, the content will just fucking flow out of you. Like it will flow out of you. But when you're in your own head and when you're thinking about you're getting more clients and I need a blah, 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 it's my business and I need more clients, la, la, la. And like you make it about you, 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 you. That's when it's like that. I feel like that is like repellent. (laughs) Like, no, if you can't even if you can't even like focus on the clients you have now, why would new clients want that energy? Focus on the clients you have now. Think about them collectively. Think about their challenges. Think about the different solutions you might want to offer them. Over deliver. Because I promise you that's the recipe for not only getting more clients, but helping them create results. All right, y'all. All right, I talked about three things three strategies to create client results, to help your clients create amazing results. Wild, beautiful, big results is number one. You have to have full belief in them and hold them at that standard. I want you to already see them in the top of their game so that when you are in a conversation with them and you see little thoughts coming through that are playing super small, you can call them out. Number two, I want you to give generously to your clients. And when I say give generously, make your marketing for them. Make your marketing, make your content for them. Give them the answers. Don't hold back. Don't get all like, oh, well, this this information's for my clients. And if I if I don't, if I give them too much information, they could just do it on themselves and they won't need me. That is the worst way to think. That is a recipe for no clients. Like give them the information. Help them create results on their own. A lot of clients I work with will tell me, well, I already created so many results because of your the all your content. Like I had to work with you. Yeah. So give generously. And then lastly, study your clients. Think about them. Think about them collectively, individually, individually. Think about their challenges, their problems. Think about solutions you might have. Think about them. The more you can over deliver for your clients, the more client results you'll have and the more clients you'll probably will will attract. All right, y'all. I hope some of y'all needed that. Happy, happy new year. I love you. I send you a big hug. I am just so, so, so excited. So, all right. I'll see you next time. Love you. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. 
to get on the list, sign up for my free training, how to sell out four figure offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.